Welcome everybody to the Lighter Side of Dark. This week it is the first ever Lighter Side of Dark live listener call-in show. Today we'll be doing, of course, Florida Man talking a little bit about the Christmas holiday. It's the first week of the eight-song one-hit wonder tournament, and our Mount Rushmore this week will be hot 1960s actresses. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Lighter Side of Dark, Season 5. Two of the world's greatest podcasters could not make it this evening. Instead, here are your hosts, Soleon Smith. the microphone I that think, time i think you did our our engineers over there holding his I, ears I, I was about to hold mine but i, I appreciate the enthusiasm sully you know what all i did was have to channel milk and cookies it's santa it's christmas time what's better than warm cookies and a cold glass of milk so why not start the show with one of those exactly uh yeah merry so, christmas merry christmas happy holland days happy holidays if you were uh, eggs benedict this is a brief pause for us in a otherwise hectic crazy time of year uh but we're gonna fit it in anyway Why absolutely not? today i'm excited today is our first ever listener call-in show we shot out the information to uh, uh, a bunch of listeners on uh, our website, the pod, uh, on the uh, Facebook thing, Meta, whatever the hell they call that thing. And people will be calling in at random times today. Uh, they don't know exactly what we'll be talking about when they call in, but they'll find out uh, when, they, uh, when we answer the phone. They'd better say, long-time listener, first-time caller. If not... I might hang well, up on them. Well, we'll just have to have them do it again, redo it. That way we can get the proper take. Then for, I can go in and edit it. We'll edit out the old stuff. And, 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 and make, we'll make them look great, If too. we edit out the crap on our podcast, though, we would have like an eight-minute podcast. That's true, but we'll, we'll at least just edit out that one that one piece. And today we're going to stay a, a, a tad longer, because so, people's extended lunch hours and stuff. Uh, we tried to make it where we people could call in. Uh, currently, it's Wednesday, uh, Des Mieber. The twenty. Did I say this Mieber? This this Mieber. This Mieber. This Mieber. I thought it was just you know like a. Uh, There's a story behind that. There's a uh, when back in the day when we used to generate contracts the old-fashioned way on printers. Uh, there was a girl who worked in her office named uh, Paige, a beautiful, beautiful young lady. Uh, not exactly all there. Um, Missing a few and, pages. And, and she was dyslexic. This is the perfect oh. person to put in touch. Put in charge of typing important things she could not spell december it was des mieber so we just started calling it des, des mieber des mieber it sounds uh very it's, it's sometimes hard to say but once you get used to it it's when's christmas this year oh it's on uh, thursday des mieber the 25th des mieber the th- i could see that becoming an inside joke just sort of an office joke running running and then we would start doing put we would start putting mistakes on the contract just to see if she would type it kind of like ron burgundy where he goes i'm ron burgundy mm-hmm Okay, who put the question mark at the end of the teleprompter? You know Burgundy reads anything you put on there. <laughs> and that's what instead of saying stay classy, San Diego, he goes, I'm Ron Burgundy. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> and all of a sudden, he's like, good show, everyone. Great, great show, good job. And they're like, Ron, <laughs> great Odin's Raven. 
So uh, so we started putting on the contracts uh, like for the location mm-hmm. instead of like a banquet hall or or this particular hotel or whatever. We would put a big blue house, and she would type it. Yeah, she would type that shit in there. Yeah, just Didn't sometimes like, you know people get locked in their zone. They they just don't even pay attention. You can just tell them anything, and they what? Got to tell you a funny story. Um, have you ever been to a place called um, Black Rock? No, but I'm about to hear a story about. Have you heard about it? I've heard about Black Rock. Uh, what, what is this? It, it, it's a, a restaurant where they literally bring your steaks and your seafood to the table okay. on a 755 degree hot black stone, and you cook your steak to your liking wow. or your seafood to your liking right in front of you while it's sizzling. Wow. Tell me I didn't enjoy that. I mean, that's 755 degrees. You can get a nice sear. Yeah. At You'll only touch that thing one time because your finger will fuse to it. Oh, and oh then, yeah. Then I hope they you, give you some tongs or something. You don't, you don't feel anything. I mean, after your fingers, it's like you're sticking your tongue to a piece of uh, something frozen. Yeah, like uh, like the Christmas story, that moment with the flagpole. That'd be that, that would be the moment with the hot stone. That's true. Just we went with uh, with uh, friends on uh, Friday night. Excellent experience. Great, great food. Uh, you know, the service was good, and they have a dessert there that's a volcano. It's like a, f- a foot and a half tall. Is it like made out of chocolate or what ice is cream? I'm, it's, I'm, it's inter- a, I'm interested. It's got, a, it's got a brownie at the bottom for okay. a base. Good start. Ice cream cones stuck into that, and all kinds of whipped cream uh, with a sparkler. An actual, okay. an actual lit sparkler. Because just having an unlit sparkler sticking out, it would just be like a stick. Yeah. So they light it. It's kind of cool. So on the way home, I told you that to tell you this. On the way home, um, uh, the wife asked me about how the podcast was going. And I said, we have, uh, we have uh, finally reached our, uh, our, thousand, our thousand listener plateau. So we can make our push for iHeartRadio, which... This show is the one we're submitting to iHeartRadio see if we can get approved. So if we get some callers, that would be fantastic. And I think we have our first caller coming in right now. Oh. So let's see what's going on. All right, everybody. I think we've got a guy named uh, Ira on the line. Ira, are you there? Yes. Good morning, Rob. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Thank you for having me. All right, good. So uh, your name is Ira, so you're named after a tax shelter. Yeah, it's a long story. I think my parents are doing the taxes when they had me. I'm not sure. Very cool, very cool. So, Ira, where are you calling from? Calling from uh, beautiful Palm Harbor, Florida, Tampa Bay, if you know where that is. Yeah. Paul, you ever been to Palm Harbor? I've been to Palm Harbor a few times. They have a lovely downtown. Oh, lovely downtown downtown. Palm Harbor. Walkable. Nice restaurants and gelato. Ah. Yeah, I can see Paul. I don't know if you know this, uh, um, um, Ira. Paul is of the Italian persuasion. So the pizza and the gelato, I I could do. So, Ira, your, your, your name is Ira... Um, that would make you of the Jewish persuasion, I would I would imagine. I don't know too many Iras that are not Jewish. I used to be part of this famous group called the Two Live Jews. I don't know who. <laughs> the Two Live Jews. Very cool. Ira and Saul. All right. Well, Ira, since you are our first caller, welcome to what we call uh, a segment, Florida Man. Are you familiar with all the crazy headlines that happen uh, listed? Am I? 
Okay. Oh my God, am I? Here's how this is. Here's how this game is going to work. You can either be the advocate for Solio, or you can be my advocate. Here's what's going to happen. We're going to read you three headlines. Two of the headlines are real Florida man stories. One of them is fake. You have to guess which one is fake. Okay. Okay. You sure. under, you understand the rules? I'm the I'm gonna, Okay. So we're going to read you three headlines. You have to guess. You have to guess which one is fake. If you guess it right, you're going to take a day off of Solio's stay in jail or add a day on. Okay. Are, are you ready to play? I am ready. All right. Here comes hey, the uh, the Florida Man you know uh, promotion thing as we get. It's ready. time for that famous game show, Florida Man. There have been some crazy. Definitely not safe for work stories coming out of the Sunshine State these days. It seems truth is stranger than fiction. In Florida, man, you wind your way from Pensacola to Key West by guessing which of these outrageous Florida man headlines is not true. Let's welcome our competitors. Here we go. All right. Here we go, Ira. Here are your three choices. Uh, uh, by the way, Solio is now in jail for 25 days. He's not having a good run with this, so you're going to be his no, he, his defense attorney had, and see if you can knock a day off. No. All right, your first choice is Eyewitness News, Channel 11. A Florida woman linked to car theft ring after her false eyeball is found in a stolen car. Your second choice, Eyewitness News, Channel 4. A Florida man wearing a tutu breaks into a farmer's market or the third one eyewitness news channel six florida man breaks into woman's home to pet her family cat so again your choices are a florida man uh, excuse me a florida woman linked to car theft ring after her false eyeball was found in a stolen car b a florida man wearing a tutu breaks into a farmer's market or c a Florida man breaks into a woman's home to pet her family cat. Which one of those is the fake headline? i got to go with the uh, the man wearing the tutu breaking into a farmer's market. I'm going to say that one is fake. All right. Well, um, we're going we're gonna to talk to the, the defendant, Mr. Solio, who's already in jail for 25 days. Would you like to get a new attorney, or would you like to take your attorney's advice? You, you saw how I did doing my own trial last week and it wasn't very good i added a few so i'm gonna i'm gonna go with now, i want to tell you this this guy you've got he's he's a jew so he's I, probably a pretty good lawyer i i i felt that ira was pretty confident in that answer i am not i don't have a good track record so i'm gonna go with ira's answer all right Ah, uh, the sound of the toilet. Well, it couldn't have gotten worse. Basically means that eh, you're wrong, and now we're going to add another day to your stay in jail. I'm are going guys, the wrong way here. Are you guys curious as to which one of these is uh, is is the actual incorrect headline? I'm mean, curious too. Florida, only Florida. a Florida woman linked to a car theft ring after her false eyeball was found in a stolen car. But now, Ira, that was believable, right? That was very believable. Very she believable. Lived in Florida. She lived in Florida. That's very believable. That's the problem. When you're dealing with Florida, y you could list the most nonsensical <clears throat> thing, and then you'll hear somebody say, oh, look, that was last Thursday. I saw it on the local news. All right. Now, this this time, Ira, you're going to be advocating for me, okay? Okay. So I need you to focus, because I'm already ahead. Solio's going, he's now in jail 26 days. I'm only down to 17 days, so you can help me get a day off. So listen to these three headlines and tell us which one you think is fake. All right. We're going to give you a sentence here. There we go. Headline A. Florida man who stole rare Lamborghini is caught when car runs out of gas two blocks away. B. 
Florida man arrested after trick-or-treating in a diaper while drunk, shouting obscenities. <laughs> or C. Florida woman on drugs ran around naked in park because she believed giant spider was on her. I'll read those again. One of these three is fake. I'm having a little, having a little trouble hearing. Is that, is that any... All right, I'm going to... We're going to figure this out. So just uh, just hold the phone a little closer to your ear. All right. Here we go. Ira, again, Paul. Is that any better, Ira? Can you hear me? Yes, better? it is. Okay, yeah. all right. I'll try this again. So one of these three is a fake headline. Our, our listener's name is Ira. He's probably some old Jewish guy <laughs> in a nursing home at this point. And he's probably hold, holding an old transistor radio up up to his ear, going, My grandchildren got me this radio so I could listen to my favorite programs. All right, go ahead. All right, Ira, here we go. One of these is fake. So, story A. Florida man who stole rare Lamborghini is caught when car runs out of gas two blocks away. B. Florida man arrested after trick-or-treating in a diaper while drunk, shouting obscenities. Or C. Florida woman on drugs ran around naked in park because she believed giant spider was on her. I'll repeat them. A. Florida man who stole rare Lamborghini is caught when car runs out of gas two blocks away. B. Florida man arrested after trick-or-treating in a diaper while drunk, shouting obscenities. Or C. Florida woman on drugs ran around naked in park because she believed giant spider was on her. Which of those is the fake story? I'm going to go with, uh, although all of them are very believable, because again, this is Florida. <laughs> True. Letter A. Red Lamb beginning runs out of gas. You, you know. You know what? I was literally thinking the same thing. I was literally <laughs> thinking the same thing. Um, so I'm going to agree with my defense attorney and see if I can get an extra day off. And ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> sixteen. We're down to sixteen. Yes. Nice work, Ira. <laughs> you, you didn't have some sort of. Uh, I, I feel like there was maybe some sort of non-disclosure agreement signed before this between you and Ira going back to last week because you have like more than a week. You're getting out more than a week early now for me. Nice work, I'm starting, Ira. To get, I'm starting to get worried. I like to, I like to add one if I can to uh, Florida woman if I can. <laughs> Well, well, if 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 we find any of these Florida women are getting out of jail anytime soon, I will uh, I will certainly give them your uh, number. Well, Ira, do you enjoy listening to the podcast? Oh, I love it. It's great. Well, just say your name and say something really cool so we can uh, we can get you on the podcast in the future. Say something like, "Hey, my name is Ira. I'm in Palm Harbor, and I love lighter side of the dark." Or just embellish. Say so. What I say, whatever you want. Let's have some fun. Well, my name is Ira, and I and I'll say something cool. You said say something cool, so. I'll say something cool. Something cool. <laughs> Ira, thank you for the call, man. Enjoy the rest of your day. Have a great holiday season. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. All right. We've had our first caller. We made it. We're no longer call virgins. Thank you, Ira, for humoring us, being our guinea pig. Oh, you got you got to love that. We actually had a, uh, a live call in on the uh, lighter side of dark. I'm pretty darn excited about that. And he has no idea. He'll be part of a promo now for the rest of his life. And, and, and he'll be our mascot. I think we may have another call coming in. One time listener, first time caller. Hello? All right, guess what? Who do we have calling in? This is Joel down in Tampa. How are you? Joel, it is good to have you on the program. Uh, welcome to the Lighter Side of Dark with Solio and Smith. He said long time listener, first time caller. He did. I don't know if you caught that. Ball. In fact, yes, right after he, he said hello, Lionel Richie said hello back. It was really, <laughs> that was the only timing that worked in that. <laughs> 
you know, Jeff Coaches singing over us and, and, and everyone saying stuff, and yet here's Lionel Richie with his comforting reply to All right, Joel, so where, where are you calling in from? I'm, I'm in Tampa. Oh, Tampa, who's your travel agent? Wow, very good. Uh, you happen to call in, Joel, during the segment that we refer to as Florida Man. Are you familiar with the game Florida Man? Oh, I certainly am, and I have a Florida Man story for you. You know what? We're open to it. What's your Florida Man story? What, what, what's the Florida Man headline that you heard? I stayed in a hotel in Jacksonville last week, which will remain nameless. It was a pretty decent hotel, and uh, shortly after checking in, I realized that there was no light fixture in the bathroom. If there was, it was like hidden in the fan. Well, none of it was working. So I called the front desk, and they said they'd send maintenance. And when I got back to the room about 10 o'clock after eating dinner, maintenance set up a floor lamp next to the shower in the bathroom. That was their answer to giving me light in the bathroom. So I immediately thought of Florida Man. Nothing like putting an electronic appliance near the bathtub. That is so... What, what accommodations? Yeah, but, it, but yes. it's, it's, it's a Florida Man kind of thing. Oh, it's definitely a Florida Man kind of... It's a Florida hotel kind of thing. All right, well, Joel from Tampa, you're going to be uh, playing Florida Man with us. Uh, the game works very similar to this. When we started the concept here on the podcast, uh, Paul and I started in the county jail with 21 days each to serve. In order to get a day off of our sentence, we have to get the game right, and if we get it wrong, we add a day onto our sentence. So far, Solio's not doing very well. He's currently in jail for 26 days, and oh I am, I'm only in for 16. So I'm having a better better <laughs> run at this game. So you're going to be the advocate for for me in this particular one. Solio is going to read three headlines. Two of these headlines are real Florida man stories. One of them is fake. Your job as my advocate is to guess which one of these stories is fake. All right? Got it. Here All we right. go. All right, Joel, here we go. Here's story A. Florida man shoots self in head to see if round in chamber. B. Florida man set on fire after siphoning fuel with a shop vac. Or C. Florida man builds rocket pack out of airboat motor. One of those is fake. I'll, I'll read them again. That's A. Florida man shoots self in head to see if round in chamber. B. Florida man set on fire after siphoning fuel with a shop vac. Or C. Florida man builds rocket pack out of airboat motor. Which of those do you think is the fake headline? Well, I think the airboat motor is probably true, so it's down to the... Um... See, that's, the, that's exactly what I was thinking. The, 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 the funny part about this game is, is all of these damn things are plausible. That sounds like the first thing a Florida man yeah. would try to do is build a rocket right. pack out of an airboat they're all, motor. They're all plausible, so then, then you're down to shop backing uh, the, the gas to siphon it, or pointing the gun at your head to see if there's a live round in the chamber. That's really a tough call. That's a Darwin waiting to happen. Oh boy, uh, I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with shop backing the gas to siphon it is not true. That's false. I, okay. I think that pointing the gun at the head to see if there's a live chamber uh, is is true. So I'll go with the one that's false is uh, shop backing the gasoline and, and lighting okay. itself on fire. All right. All right. I got a choice of either agreeing with my defense attorney or or, or asking for a new attorney. Uh -huh. Basically, Paul. Going to go against my defense attorney. I'm going to say shoots himself in the head to see if the round is in there. <laughs> okay. That that's now that that's believe me. I think that's almost plausible. That was my gut feeling when when, when you first asked it, but I, but I did switch. So I got to stick. I got to stick with what I switched with. But that was my gut initially. But 
Well, I'm I'm relieved to let you both know you are all wrong, and it is actually wow. C. Florida man builds rocket pack out of airboat motor. As true as that sounds, and as likely as that is, as given what I've seen around here, that was the fake story. <sighs> nice work, Joel. Now, now, so, now I get to add a day to my no, stay in jail. Joel, I really needed that. <laughs> Rob's been getting these. He, I think he's got about ten in a row. So a, a, an extra day in the clink. Is is you know just another day of vacation, really? So well, the phone lines are lighting up, so we're going to give Joel one more chance. I'm going to draw a card and see if he can get you out of jail. Okay. All right. And Joel, uh, don't worry here because I think I'm I'm, I'm like over the last six. Something so like so. <laughs> All right, Joel. Here are your three headlines to see if you can get Solio out of jail. Eyewitness News Channel 11: A Florida woman, 77 years old. Try this. I have to pick the one that's not true, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, Eyewitness News Channel 11. A Florida man claims to be agent of God carries rattlesnake on a beach. B. Eyewitness News Channel 4. A Florida man suffers poisoning, loses seven teeth after rinsing mouth with bleach to whiten them. Or C. Eyewitness News Channel 4. A Florida man leaves anal plug in cop car after DUI arrest. So a Florida man claims to be an agent of God, carries a rattlesnake on the beach. A Florida man suffers poisoning, loses seven teeth after rinsing mouth with bleach to whiten them. Or C, a Florida man leaves the anal plug in his cop in a cop car after his DUI arrest. All right, I think I remember the rattlesnake on the beach, agent of God story. I, for some reason, that sticks in my head, so I'm going to say that's true. The bleach story, I would say is true, but then you said to whiten teeth, and I was going to say it's true because our last president said, you know, bleach would <laughs> inject yeah, yeah, yeah. bleach. So, uh, you know, and, and the anal plug thing, and it's, it's plausible. It's um, Florida. That's tough. You know, to whiten, bleaching teeth to whiten them. I mean, you would use peroxide, but not bleach. But then again, it's Florida, man. I'll say the butt plug story is false. All right. Florida man leaves anal plug in cop car during DUI arrest. Paul, are you going to agree with your defense attorney? Try to get a day off of jail? Or do you think he's... This is this is a tricky one. It's the, those last two are 50-50 for me. I yeah. think I think I'm gonna go with with bleach and, and the reason is uh, I, I I've seen enough Floridians teeth to know that they don't really clean them so I can't imagine someone would try to use bleach. So you're going against you're going against your defense attorney. Yes, um, right. only only because I think uh, not that people aren't dumb enough to use bleach, but I, I I just don't think that they would care enough to to try and whiten their teeth. So I should say he bleed he lost seven teeth with left him with none. It, that would be realistic for Florida. That's true. That's true. But right. uh, I'm going to say B. Let's check with the judges. Congratulations, Paul. All right. You just got a I day got off of jail. You have to. You have. You don't have to thank your defense attorney. You have to thank no. yourself for being smart enough to go against him. Well, but you know what? Having having that those extra couple minutes to think and 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 guess that helps. All right, Joel, say something cool about the podcast. We got to run. We got another caller. Great stuff, guys. Very entertaining, and I have no future as a defense attorney. I'm glad I found that out today. All right, Joel. Thanks for the call, man. Thanks, you have buddy. a great holiday. Appreciate it, Joel. Thank you. Merry Christmas. All right. There we go. We've had several calls while we were on the phone with Joel, so I guess we could say the uh, the lines are ringing. 
the lines are, are heating up. The hot lines are ringing. Now we're going to have to try and figure out how to get people to, to, to wait for, the, for our hotline. Okay, we've got, uh, we've got a caller on the line here. What are you supposed to say, caller? Long-time listener, first-time caller. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Hey, Paul, it's, it's a chick. We have our first female it's caller. A, it's a chick or it's a, or it's a gay guy. It's well, no. well, it could be Frankie Valley. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Who do we have on the this line? Is this is Vicki. How are you? Vicki, it is good to have you on the program. Vicky, thanks uh, for where, where are you calling from? Uh, well, Ocala right now, Florida. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> yeah, Ocala, right. What what exit? Uh, I don't know. I just passed one. Yeah, just say say exit 209. <laughs> that sounds good. So, uh, okay, what, you're, you're, you're driving. I am. We have our first. I am driving for the Oh boy! I'm yeah. driving for the holidays. We have our. She's driving for holidays. Isn't that great? Nobody ever drives for like Halloween or Arbor Day. No, 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 not enough no. people drive for Arbor. So Day. We're, we're so you're in Ocala and you're driving towards Georgia, Georgia, and then Virginia, and then North Carolina. Oh so it'll be a long haul for the next week and a half. Oh no! See, that's this is the perfect time to call if you're really, really, really bored. You just call in the talk show, and then well, yeah, we we either keep people awake or cause them to drive into trees. Yeah, let us know if you're starting to nod off, and we'll just sound well, the alarm. Well, well, Vicky, you are in luck because you called during the Florida Man segment. Oh, goody! I'm Florida excited. Man. And Vicky is a longtime listener to the podcast, so she is familiar with she the, knows this the, format. The Florida Man show. All right. So, uh, yes, so, I am. so you're gonna you're gonna be the advocate for what one, one time for Solio and one time for me, Smith. We're going to read you three headlines. Two okay. of these two of these headlines are real Florida Man stories. One of them is fake. So I'm gonna okay. read I'm gonna read you three. If you uh, you are representing Solio here, he's in jail for 25 more days. If you help him get this right, he gets a day off his sentence. Okay. The last caller. And I'm going to tell you. And I'm going to tell you which one is fake. Yes. Or which two are real. Okay. Well, if you could tell us which two are real, <laughs> duh, the last one would be fake. She's a smart <laughs> one. This one. You wouldn't have to be a blonde. Hey, this you? is that process of uh, deduction. That's it, part are, of the. Are you, uh, a, are, no. you, are you a blonde by chance? No, no, I'm a crazy redhead. So we're uh, good. Ooh, shit! We got to go to break. Um, <laughs> we got a hard break coming up here. Redheads are crazy. All right, here we go. Uh, here, here comes. Uh, you're going to be representing Solio. A Florida couple unknowingly sells priceless antique vase at garage sale for five dollars. Your next choice: a Florida man jumps in the Saint Augustine crocodile exhibit, fully clothed. <laughs> Hold on. i got to take my time to read this one. A Florida man jumps in St. Augustine crocodile exhibit fully clothed, was found wearing only boxers. Okay. Um, See, a Florida man bites off girlfriend's thumb during a fight. So I'm going to give those to you again. A Florida couple unknowingly sells priceless antique face at garage sale for $5. B, a Florida man jumps in St. Augustine crocodile exhibit fully clothed, was found wearing only boxers. Not quite sure I even understand that headline. And uh, see, a Florida man bites off girlfriend's thumb during a fight. I'm going to go with A as being the false one. All right, so a Florida couple unknowingly sells priceless antique face at garage sale for $5. Paul, you heard what your your attorney has just ad, ad, advised you to take. You yeah. want to get a day off of jail, or you want me to add another one on there? I, I'd like to. I'd like to try and, and and take a day away. I'd like to see if I can get a couple in a row here, but this one's throwing me off. So, um, because you know they're all plausible. It's kind of like Hollywood Squares. You agree or disagree? 
I know. This, <laughs> this is a circle square, gets a square. Or circle gets I feel square. like Jim J. Bullock right now. I know. Now I know what he was going through all these years. Um, and the cool part about this game, Vicky, is they they're all plausible. Yeah, they are, and and the cool part they is are. you're not on you're not you're not on the hook either because ultimately we have to decide and and we're responsible for our own decisions. So, um, uh, uh, boy, the now the, fir- the first caller helped you, and he was Jewish, and it cost you a day in jail. Yeah. The second caller, non-Jewish, he also would have cost you a day in jail, but you disagreed with him. So now you've got a redhead representing you fucking crazy paul (laughs) just telling you they're crazy you want to go with the crazy redhead or do you want to go on your own you know there's a well there's a lot of crazy in in florida man i think is is the problem and that's what makes these so so difficult i i think as 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 hungry as people are i don't know if they're so hungry they could eat a thumb uh, in it and it's just said bites it off didn't say he ate it well bites it off (laughs) You put enough force to get through the tendons. You, you've never been mad enough, then. We're talking you know, about that's a good point. Paul. I'll bet. You, well, I'm that's not a, that's a good that. point. I bet she's bitten off appendages at the, one time. And or and the story doesn't say. <laughs> ow, ow! I, I got phantom pains just thinking about that. Um, <laughs> said her name was Vicky, not Lorena. That's. Yeah. All right. You know what? I'm going to go with C as the fake story. A man bites off his girlfriend's thumb in an argument. Just, uh, that's just hunch. All right. Let's see. Oh, Paul, you should have gone with your attorney. She was right. Oh, boy. Sorry, Vicky. That ends a crazy, crazy, crazy right. Boy. Paul, you're back up to 26 days in Man, jail. I'm never getting out at this oh. point. Should always go with the women are always right, Paul. You know, it's, <laughs> I should, just, just I ask should, I should. If you're not sure. Well, you know, and, and never mind that we should have just gone with the basic fundamentals of English. Florida Man. The first headline did not include Florida Man. So. Ah, I said a, Flo- a Florida couple. That's true. Oh, powers of deduction at work. Mm. All right, now, 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 uh, uh, Vicky, you are representing me, uh, Smith, okay. and here are the three headlines. Give them to him, Paul. All right, here we go. Looking for the fake story. A. Florida man suspected of smelling woman's feet at library leads police on scooter chase. B. Florida couple uses pet alligator in baby gender reveal. Or C. Florida couple have sex on motorized wheelchair while riding through mall. That's A. Can you read this one more time, please? Oh, definitely. Yeah, you have to repeat these because they're that ridiculous. One of these is false. <laughs> A. Florida man suspected of smelling women's feet at library leads police on scooter chase. B. Florida couple uses pet alligator in baby gender reveal. Or C. Florida couple have sex on motorized wheelchair while riding through mall. Which of those is the false story? I'm going to say, mm, 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 that's a tough. I have an an instinct of my own. I'm going to say, now, I was married to a redhead for five years, Mm. and I dated (laughs) another one for three, so I I, I do have redhead radar. fluent in in redhead. (laughs) Read number, read number eight again for me, please. She wants you to read the first sure. one again. Florida man, Florida man suspected of smelling woman's feet at library leads police on scooter chase. That's. that's I'm gonna say that oh, A is the untrue one. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna agree with my 
Red-headed attorney here. I'm, I'm going to say it's uh, A as well. Oh, you're kidding! I just you're a, a nice work, red-headed attorney. I just got a, a day out well, of my sentence. Here's the thing. You just saw her give me the right answer, so why why wouldn't you assume? The answer, uh, the, fa- the false story is Florida couple have sex on motorized wheelchair while riding oh. through the mall. Uh, the reason it sounds wow. so plausible is who hasn't seen an old couple riding in a mobilized wheelchair riding through the mall? So you figure one of them's going to be having sex at some point. So I, I, at I some could, point. Right? So, <laughs> so let me see if I understand. W- would she be on his lap or would he be riding bitch? Or I figured she'd be on his lap, just kind of like right, like a saddle, like a like a like a horse saddle. You realize we're analyzing something that's really sick. Yeah. Well, well you like know, Florida I kind of visualized, you know, C. So I don't know what to tell you, but. I'm really sorry, Rob. Well, you know what? I'm still, I'm still going to I'm I'm get out eight days before uh, Solio on this whole thing. <laughs> and if you are a longtime listener to the podcast, you know that if I get out eight days before him, I'll be at his house comforting his beautiful wife. <laughs> True. Well, well, thank Vic, you. Well, Vicky is a longtime listener to the podcast, and uh, we're, we're glad that uh, during your drives we can uh, make you laugh a little bit. Are there any favorite things you like about the podcast? Oh, God, I love everything about your podcast. Well, I love your sense of humor. God bless I you. I love uh, your games. I think my favorite one is the uh, selection of three women that you either marry, kill, or uh, just sleep with. That's really, you know, probably my favorite game that you've played. We'll, we'll have to have... Vicky, call in and play the next time we play, and she can play with us. Absolutely, I'd love that. <laughs> See, Paul, this, this is this is how this is how stalking gets started. Mm-hmm. Is you start <laughs> you start you start encouraging you start encouraging behavior from a redhead. Well. You see this? You see the? You see the thing I'm doing with my finger, mm-hmm. twirling it by mm-hmm. my head right now? Mm-hmm. This is the international. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, let's, you know let's, what? Let's, I've let's, not met you, Sully, but you know it's a pleasure to meet you now. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody, that is our first female caller, Vicky. Thanks for calling into the program. You have You're a welcome. wonderful thank holiday. You, Drive safe and don't rape. Okay. Thanks. Drive safe. Have a Merry Christmas. Drive safe. <laughs> drive safe and don't rape. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Vicky. Wow. So we had a chick call in. We had our first. Yeah. She sounded kind of female caller. Did she, you get? Did you get? Well, yeah, I guess you did get the digits. Yeah, because they're, they're, they're on the they're on the phone. phone for God's right. sake. Good for you. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Don't don't uh, don't use your position of of power here for evil purposes. Now. All right, we got a, a, literally another caller right now. I can't believe this. All right, finally I can. Uh, thanks for calling the lighter side of the dark. Hey, long time listener, first time caller. How's it going, guys? Now we got it right. Hey. Uh, What's your name, sir? Oh, I'm Gabriel. Gabriel, where are you calling from? I'm actually calling from right outside my office in uh, Carrollwood, Florida. Carrollwood, Florida. I've heard of it. Yeah, I I spent uh, a week there one night. uh, Yeah, it's a good place. Yeah, well, the local hooker is a virgin, so it's kind of a small town. That's right. That would be a small town indication. That or or she's maybe not, maybe on a scale of 1 to 10, a negative integer. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, Gabe, thanks for calling in. Uh, you called in during the segment segment known as Florida Man. Are you familiar with the game? I am familiar with the game. I, I was actually I was listening in uh, last couple days. Yesterday's I thought was uh, you guys missed some missed some boats. There. I thought they were fairly easy. Well, uh, that's been toilet. a story of my of my uh, c- career here so far in Florida. Yeah, so, Man. so far today, we've had uh, several callers who have called in on the program. We we appreciate you guys taking the time to uh, to do that. Um, but yeah, Florida Man. So what what's what's going to happen here is I'm going to read off three headlines. You're going to be Solio's 
defense attorney in this case, and you're going to tell me which one of these headlines is incorrect, false, made up. You follow? And if you and, and then you're going to give him advice as to which one you think is fake. He's either going to take it or he's going to basically kick kick you off as his attorney. All right, here oh, are your man, three choices. Gonna I'm going to be behind the stands now, I guess. Yep. And we're rep- <laughs> representing Solio in his crime of, uh, what was your crime? Disorderly conduct, drunkenness, public public, public, yeah, public, public intoxication. Disorderliness. Dis- dis- being, dis- dis- being a jackass. <clears throat> All right, here we go. Uh, your first headline is, a Florida woman paints flowers on dozens of cars in parking lot to make them look prettier. B, a Florida man offers police $3 and a chicken dinner for sex. Or C, a Florida man attacks nephew over undercooked noodles. So again, your three choices are, a Florida woman paints flowers on dozens of cars in parking lot to make them look prettier. B, a Florida man offers police $3 and a chicken dinner for sex. Or C, a Florida man attacks his nephew for undercooking the noodles. One of those oh, is man. fake. They're all freaking believable. They're all extremely yeah. believable. Yeah, I mean See, the uh, first one. The mm-hmm. first one, it's just a nice woman out on the day. Yeah, some you know, ugly, yeah. ugly, ugly environments. You just You've seen to cars in parking lots. Little beautification. They all look community, the same. They all look like beautification. They all look like European jogging shoes. Every car looks the same. Or a guy who uh, offers police three dollars and win a winner chicken dinner for sex. Uh, or a man attacks his nephew over undercooking the noodles. Keep in mind, say, Paul's uh, in jail I, I for 26 say, days now. You, you could make it 27, or you could make it 25. No pressure. I'd say that second one, uh, that's the one I'm leaning towards the most, because uh, i got to imagine that us, us Florida men, we, we value ourselves more than $3. Uh, okay. i got to imagine that there's some, some better thinking going on uh, there. So that second one is what I'd go with. I, I like that kind of self-worth. That, that we, need a, we need more body-positive men in this. So you're agreeing with your defense attorney. Well, let's go over the answers here again. We've got A is the the flower, uh, painting the flowers, right? So I would like to think that there's enough good in this world that someone would be interested in, in beautifying. This things. is Florida. This is Florida, though. That's that's yeah. why it's, you know, that's why these are always 50-50. Not trying to talk you out of it. I know, I know. We've got uh, the second answer, which is the... Um, Offers the police $3, and the, don't forget about... Dude, this is a chicken dinner. This yeah. could be like a five-piece meal, biscuit, yeah. and cold. Did they specify what kind of chicken dinner? Like, is That's it Popeye's true. or KFC? I mean, or it's like Boston... You know, that would make yeah. it more Florida. Boston Market or... or Dude, we're talking... Oh, Boston Market? Cloth napkins? Man, you're you're high class. I, I, I'm worth a little... You're know. high class broad. My or, body is not for sale. a man attacks his nephew over undercooked noodles. Well, I am Italian, so I could understand that. Yeah, third two al dente. You're beating some ass. Oh, yeah. There's that, there's that sweet spot. Too too overcooked or undercooked, then then you you might you might you might get a. This is a Gabriel guy's house. He sounds like an intelligent young man. He does. He's his how old of, how old of a man are you, uh, Gabriel? I'm uh, I'm 25. I do got not take this. Do not take this kid's advice. Do not take this kid's advice. He's fucking 25. Do yeah. not take this kid's advice. He's 25. 25, but you know what? Sometimes that's a good age to be in touch with what's really going on in society. So. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go and take Gabe's answer and agree with B. Damn we it. just added an extra day to your stay in jail. Oh well. Gabe was way off. A Florida woman paints flowers on 
dozens of cars in a parking lot to make them look prettier was, in fact, the fake headline. I should have known. Nobody nobody cared anymore. You know what, Paul? I'm going to have to send you some money for your commissary when you're in there, so you maybe get yourself a candy bar. Yeah, candy bar. They have Cheez-Its or something. Some, I guess right. that's asking for a lot. It, now, right. now, Gabe, it is your turn to be my advocate and see if you can get me off a day of jail. So we're going to give you, as a defense attorney, one more chance. All right. So, all right, here. All Gabe, right, here we go. Here. Myself here. i got to... Stay, stay, uh, stay with my license, sure. Yep. Here is uh, here are the three stories. One of these is false. A. Florida couple sets trap for porch pirates using dirty diapers. B. Florida man accidentally blows up car while lighting cigarette after spraying excessive amount of bitey spray. And C. Florida man gets banned from ordering pizza after making too many prank calls. That's A. Florida couple sets trap for porch pirates using dirty diapers. B. Florida man accidentally blows up car while lighting cigarette after spraying excessive, they have that in quotes, excessive amount of body spray. Or C. Florida man gets banned from ordering pizza after making too many prank calls. Which of those three is the false story? Oh, Smith, I gotta say, they're all, uh, <laughs> they're all believable. This game is, uh, this, this is, is a really, tough game. This is like when we did that thing with, with Trump last, last year with the, you know, real or fake quotes. It's the same idea. They're, they're plausible. So that's why I'm tanking. 33% chance. I'm pretty sure I've seen somebody catch on fire after spraying too much body spray. <laughs> oh, that one's too believable. I'm going to say that one's real. The porch pirate one with the dirty diaper. Hmm. You know, with the Christmas season coming up, I got to believe that one's been going on too. And then what was, what was the last one again? Can you repeat that? Yeah. See, uh, Florida man, Florida man gets banned from ordering pizza after making too many prank calls. Oh, see, that's low intensity crime right there. Hmm. Smith, I'm going to say C is is my guess for which one is fake because I don't know. I feel like they can't just block a number right at a pizza place. They have to accept all numbers. I've never heard of that. What do you think? I I I'm in in the game of Hollywood Squares. Either I agree or I disagree, and I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm already at 18 days in jail. I want to get down to 17. I want to get out before the new year, hopefully. I'm going to disagree with my attorney, and I'm going to go with the guy blows up from using too much body spray. And guess what? I'm right. See? Never believe somebody who's 25, Paul. You know, you know why I did that? Because nobody in Florida use it, cares about how they smell. Well, I was, I nobody was, in Florida cares about how they smell. That's true. They don't care about their teeth either, so I should have used the same logic. They don't care about beautification either, so I should have just went with roses. Oh, well. Lesson learned. <laughs> I guess I'm going to have to go back and take my uh, bar. Huh? <laughs> well, while we have uh, uh, Gabe on the phone, we're getting ready to go into our uh, second segment here in just a little bit. Um, which of these two songs do you think should make it in the one-hit wonder tournament? There's two songs going against each other this week. Play That Funky Music White Boy by Wild Cherry or Tainted Love by Soft Cell. Which of those do you think is the bigger one-hit wonder? Now, he's only 25. Absolutely, he's only, without he, a doubt. He's only 25, so he, does, he, he really... He's clueless when it comes to anything prior to before. He's one of those people. I don't know music before I was born. You know, one of those. But of those two, I know they're ancient and they're old, but which of those two do you think should make it? Yeah, just off the names, uh, absolutely Tainted Love. There we go. 100%. Tainted Love gets a vote. 
Well, Gabe, say something cool about the podcast. Oh, something cool. Oh, well, I've you know been listening to you guys for probably the last six months or so and kind of happed on it. I'd love hearing you guys come on and kind of talk about stuff in really a way that's, I don't know, you don't really care uh, what you know how, how bad it sounds. You're saying the truth, and I think it's just cool to hear. You know, it's a little refreshing to hear with all the um, the edited stuff. Very cool. You know what? He re- he said that exactly the way we wrote it. He did. Even with the with the pauses we put in there, the uh, pause for effect. At the very beginning, you put try to sound sincere. Since sound sincere, sound very earnest, desperate of our. Uh, so thank you, Gabe. Well, Gabe, you have a fantastic holiday season. Thank you for calling into the lighter side of dark, and we hope you'll keep listening. Thanks, Gabe. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye, bye. Bye, too, buddy. All right. There we go. I got another day off jail, so I'm back to 17, and you are going up, my friend. You're like the fucking stock market. I don't, you just, I don't even think you need an attorney. Just represent yourself, and then I'll get, just give me the attorney that you think can can help guide me to uh, maybe maybe knock a week off my sentence, because at this rate, I'm, I'm worried I might not even get out of jail. It's not a matter of will I be out in time for Christmas. Those days are long gone. What can I tell you? I know. All right, we're going to be back with uh, segment number two, where we'll be talking the uh, one-hit wonder tournament and uh, start our process there. So you're listening to the live call-in show of The Lighter Side of Dark with Soleil and Smith. We'll be right back. Solio from the lighter side of dark, and I want to talk about my favorite bakery in the whole world, Cuppy Cakes. If you live in the greater Tampa Bay area and you have a special event coming up, uh, a wedding, birthday, getting off probation, I want you to give them a call, go to their website, check out their work. It is impeccable. They've been around since 2011, and they make the most incredible custom cakes you'll ever see www.ourcuppycakes.com or you can find them on Pinterest, Instagram, or Facebook. Check them out today. I promise you won't be disappointed. Cuppy Cakes, where life is sweet. Do you have old furniture that you just don't like anymore? Instead of throwing it away, donating it, or selling it at a yard sale, then spending hundreds, if not thousands of dollars on new furniture, consider having your old furniture redone. My wife and I did, and we don't regret it. The bedroom set was great. It was well-built. Just the old oak finish was not only worn out, but outdated. The good people at Obsessed Distressed Furniture took them and made it look like we had a whole new set. And it was a lot less than paying for a new one. They can do just about any color combination combination and adding that distressed look is really in style nowadays from bedroom sets dining room sets to even a simple coffee table and end tables whatever your needs they even sell furniture they've already completed so visit their website at obsesseddistressed.com or call 352-600-8221 or look them up on facebook obsessed distressed furniture making your old furniture new again we abide by all cdc and covid restriction requirements
brighter side of dark featured musical artist. Hey everybody, welcome back to the live call-in show. The first ever live call-in show we've ever done on Lighter Side of Dark. It's been fun. It's been fun so far. I I enjoy interacting with other human beings uh, through a phone system, is what I've I've found. So you aspire to be a telemarketer? Well... Check Boy. Facebook. There's all kinds of jobs willing to God. pay you at home. Sixteen seventy-five an hour to twenty-five seventy-five an hour, plus free laptop and everything. Click here for more details. That's not a scam, is it, Paul? No, certainly not. I guess that's the importance of uh, being specific. Yeah. No. 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 Don't want to tell them. <clears throat> back on the back on the day in uh, in radio, um, I worked the graveyard shift, midnight to six. You know, because I was that God, I, was, I was that good. Yeah. So you got to start somewhere. I had as many <laughs> listeners as I think as we have. Uh, you, you probably know, had more. We have uh, we have been poking a lot of self-deprecating fun at ourselves, but but I want to show you something on the old uh, L computer. Sure, right here. yes. Uh, tell people more about how they can uh, find out about F- us. find out about our, our, our what we're trying to accomplish here, which is very questionable in, at, at the beginning. Um, if you want to find us on Meta Facebook, whatever the hell they go by now. Uh, you can search for us, Lighter Side of Dark, uh, the podcast. You could LSD podcast. That'll bring it up. You can go to our website directly if you want to bypass the Facebook universe, uh, lightersideofdark.com, and you can email us directly. Um, What's email? Email listener, that's singular, listener at lightersideofdark.com. That's just like it sounds. And a couple weeks ago, we did our uh, viewer mail for this season and we allowed did. people to uh you know vent uh, i guess <laughs> verbally attack us uh, we'll stu- stuff like you are nutcase and uh you suck I'll, I'll, i've been compiling some so we can have another uh, mail uh mail day whenever you like really so we've been poking a lot of fun at ourselves but look at the numbers wow in our year and a half we've had over five thousand plays of our podcast our estimated audience is now over a thousand which we've been aspiring to uh, our about 900 people are unique listeners which means they are repeated okay. listeners which is incredible that is interesting and uh the money we have made look at that i'm not even gonna say the amount of money because i don't want people to know that, that you and i have that kind of money boy i tell you what imagine what two thousand listeners could do yeah we might be going to i don't know Upgrading a steak and shake. We might, yeah. Well, a steak and shake has a drive-through. Oh, I want to go someplace without a drive. Okay, all right. You know, uh, you know, a classy joint. Classy joint. A place where uh, you know, uh, uh, let's see, uh, uh, Vincent uh, Laguardia would take uh, his girlfriend, uh, 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 Anna Maria Vito, or oh, whatever her name was. Mr. High Roller over here. Exactly, uh, wow. Mr. Gambini. What is that you're wearing? Well, uh, we uh, thank you, all listeners. We we definitely yes. appreciate it. So I wanted to show that to uh, to Mr. Solio there, so so he wouldn't feel uh, like we weren't uh, doing our job. So speaking of jobs, we're waiting for our next callers to call in. We appreciate the uh, the live callers. Um, we are starting the first week of the uh, tournament, the One Hit Wonder tournament. We have had uh, now for. Eight weeks, we have been, both of us have been uh, bringing three one-hit wonders to the table, letting our listeners, in addition to ourselves, pick who we think should move on. And the first two going against each other, coincidentally, are one you picked and one that I had picked. Play That Funky Music, White Boy, 1976, number one song, Mm -hmm. versus Tainted Love, I believe 1984, 
a number one song, a one-hit wonder. So you're going to advocate for Play That Funky Music White Boy sure. as being the winner of this head-to-head competition. And I will be over here with my pugilist gloves up telling you that no, right. it should be Tainted Love. So why? All right. So we'll Convince we'll, me, Paul. I'll, I'll try it's to uh, debate. I'll try to go back to my high school debate days of history class where we, you know, we had pro-death penalty against death penalty, you know, all those, all those little decisions. So yeah, two, two great songs, but um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be on the side of play that funky music for a lot of reasons, really. Um, first of all, as a DJ, I have that point of view uh, uh, in terms of seeing what it does to a dance floor. Uh, and it's something that sort of transcends age. It doesn't really matter. It's just got that just the right tempo uh, play that funky music does it 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 just sort of hits those buttons it's one of those where you you would never have expected when it came out that it would have staying power but it's like become a dance party wedding slash celebration song the guitar riff at the beginning is good i think that's what it is 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 that every song needs some hook whether it's the intro, the chorus, the whole, the whole riff, whatever it is. But uh, an iconic bass intro, that, you know, that kind of octave, it just really leads into it. And um, the tempo is slow enough to, to, to sort of be like a white dancer. You know, you can just sort of bounce up and down on the dance floor. By the way, uh, disclaimer, he is allowed to make fun of Caucasians. Because he I am one. one of them, and, and Rob has uh, seen me dance, so he can attest to that. Uh, even if there was, even if he was blind. If any of you want to get a visual as to what it's like watching Solio dance, there was an episode of Seinfeld where Elaine was dancing at the company Christmas party. Okay, get that in your mind. He's worse. It's like a baby foal just emerging from the womb. <laughs> doing the wobble that's imagine that that scenario and that that's what you're looking at so um yeah i um i can appreciate the fact that i would imagine it, you dance a, you, you dance like jim carrey you know six I, two big teeth kind of gangly I, I wish if i danced like jim carrey i'd be making a lot more we, we'd have a nice uh, a much nicer studio for us so, to, so let me see your 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 logic with play that funky music white boy as to why it should move on is uh it's a dance floor filler that's one. That's one. Yeah, sure. One of the arguments. You're yeah. saying that people people um, instantly re- recognize the beginning of the song and they react. Mm-hmm. It has, an, has a uh, the, the iconic uh, bass riff intro, um, a, an agreeable and accessible rhythm and tempo. Oh, that's tempo. nice. You picked a song that's nice and agreeable. That's and good. Wait, we, I like something to be agreeable. And I think that, as cliche as that sounds, that's. One of the things you, that you look for in in a party song is you need to appeal. Yeah, I can picture Dick Clark back on American Bandstand on Raider Record. All right, let's go over here to Paul. Paul, what do you think about the last song you just heard? Uh, it was very agreeable, Mr. Clark. Well, you know, you put a little pressure on him by being extra polite. So, you know, it, it's not the kind of song that would would you, you're going to hear on the radio a lot, but it's the song you're probably going to hear at every party. So I think that kind of that kind of impact is it's really curious to be honest. I don't know okay, wh- why be- it is. The beginning. Okay, good yeah. beginning, right? Although you know, recognizable. But I would argue that the beginning of my song I was gonna say. is even better. So I think that's the selling point. 
It really sort of helped usher in that like electronic synth Euro pop sound. Join me. It's got the two claps in it. Yeah, and that, that's the uphill battle I'm fighting here is both of these have good good intros, so it's a matter of what you find to be the more recognizable one. I don't know you could argue either are more recognizable. It's just a personal preference at that point. Um, soft Cell, <clears throat> Tainted Love, you know... It's got it's got the it's the, got enough it's got, of a beat. It's got the Caucasoid back beat. It does. It has a similar way. You can just kind of bounce up and down on the dance floor, rock back and forth, and it's an acceptable way to dance to that song. And, and I love watching people go, oh, tainted. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they 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 head the head thing mm-hmm. and the thing and the thing and they do with the thing. And it's now tainted love soft cell. You you would imagine, uh, for example, tell me the album, play that funky music, white boy came on. The, uh, I couldn't the, tell you. Okay. I just could tell you the band, but not the not the album. Same thing with Tainted Love by Soft Cell. Yeah. A lot of these one-hit wonders, when you ask people, what was the title of the album it came off of, they have no clue. Yeah. Now, one thing I'll say in I'm favor... Looking at the, I'm looking at the entire list here, and I don't even know... Now, I don't think any of the songs, any of the eight songs... By the way, the eight songs that are in the uh, tournament were the two we're talking about today. Play That Funky Music, White Boy, and Tainted Love. One of them will, will advance. Mickey by Tony Basil mm-hmm. and Groove is in the Heart are going head-to-head oh, head That's going to be week. tricky. Uh, the next week, Don't Worry, Be Happy by our good friend Bobby McFerrin will be Taking On, Take On Take Me. It. See how it worked that I in? see that. Taking On, Take On Me. And uh, the uh, final week will be Walking on Sunshine versus last week's winner by three votes over I'm Too Sexy was Return of the Mac. Return of the Mac by Mark Morrison. Mark Morrison. So there, there's there's all this. I don't, I can't know if I can think of any of the titles. No, I don't think any of the albums were self-titled by the song title. Yeah, if I went back over the list, I, 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 I'm trying to think of, you know, sometimes if you remember the video, they used to print the artist, the song, and the album in a year. That was a long time ago now, though, so I don't know if I'd be able to do that anymore. Were you watching music television at that point, MTV? There was a point where MTV and VH1, remember that? Music videos and all that? Music, music television played music videos. Now, they don't. Yeah. It's still called music and television. I, I think they officially are MTV now, but you know who doesn't think it stands for music television? I mean, there, there's there's an old joke. I'm, I'm stealing this, but it's like MTV doesn't play music videos now. It's like calling Pizza Hut saying, yeah, I'd like to order a pepperoni pizza. Oh, I'm sorry. We just sell raccoon hats and eye patches now. <laughs> yeah, it's no, no less ridiculous. You're still, you call yourself Raccoon Hats and Eye Patch Hut instead of Pizza Hut then. So it's yeah. just, it doesn't make any sense. But I would say uh, Tainted Love, when I'm doing an 80s party or I've got people who are getting in, into kind of like an 80s groove, like Come On Eileen, uh, Safety Dance, two songs that I hate, Tainted Love, yeah. Brass Monkey, you know, uh, you know, Prince, MJ, Madonna, the 80s stuff. Tainted Love, it, it, it's... It's a it's a gotta have it's a, it's a gotta gotta have standard. Yeah, I think the one thing that uh, th- there's a lot of similarities, a lot of reasons between these two songs uh, as to why they've lasted. One of the things I'm going to advocate, play that funky music over Soft Cell's uh, song is play that funky music, even though it's derivative of a lot of the funk that was that was being played. It's an original song, whereas uh, um, Tainted Love is a remake. Now, it's I did not know that. Way. We discussed that. We figured that out last week. We searched, we hunted it down, and found it and played it. And it's, it's nice. It's cool. But uh, I do like, I think the soft cell kind of 
they just tapped into something at the right time with it with that sound again the intros is is, is very good um but it is not an original song so it's more of a uh, you know take on a song and even the ending where it kind of switches gears and in, in soft cell that's also not an original so interesting bit of trivia about play that funky music white boy here i am making your case for you i did the same before so in, whatever um good morning vietnam that was set in 1967 you hear robin williams playing adrian cronauer say and play that funky music until the dawn he, he, he brings up Play That Funky mm-hmm. Music to nine years before it came out. Interesting. Sort of. Maybe that's what... Well, I remember you you know, you know were you were talking about how uh, KC and the Sunshine Band was always about find that like a word or a phrase or something you can repeat. Just repeat something it. Something that's very catchy. Just repeat it. Just repeat and, it. and maybe he heard that. I was like, Play That Funky Music. Play That Funky Music. Well, the, 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 the song was is, it's just called Play That Funky Music, but when the group was playing it live, because I actually met, I would say no, but I met the lead singer of the group. Uh, his name is Ron Parisi. As mm-hmm. I told you, he's a uh, roofing contractor in, in lovely Clearwater, Florida. He he said that they the song, uh, essentially a lot of his band was black and he was white. And he's up on stage singing the song. And the crowd, they, they were going to play that funky music. And the crowd would yell, white boy. You know, play that funky yeah. music. Why? Probably. Yeah. So, so the the song does have a call and response, and that, and that is a good point. The the kind of and you, you knowing the story helps paint that picture. You know, if you don't know the story, you just assume it's part of the lyrics. But that adds to the lore of it for sure. You know, anytime something organic happens, I like you love that. the ending of my song. Touch me, baby, it goes into baby baby where did all love go where did our love go it very really it was an interesting take even though they, they again they, they were both remakes the way they were sort of remixed for lack of a, of a better term and, and just a, like a modern spin on them and then switching gears into what was a, a bigger hit uh, I, I always did find that interesting um, you know I just think in terms of I don't know. I, I, I have to, I, I have to, I guess I'm channeling I, my Club 54 uh, I wish, I vibes. Wish, I wish we could say it's called Studio 54, by the way. Don't ever get that wrong oh, again. Jesus. Or you'll I be just, fired from the podcast. I, I just I just feel like, the, as far as a one-hit wonder, I, I, I personally would give the edge to Soft Cell, as opposed to play that fucking music, White Boy, as much as I love that song. Right. I, I have to be the advocate for Tainted Love. I think it's a bigger one hit wonder it, it's one that i think that we'll both be playing these songs forever but yes i am curious now are we doing this audience audience vote yep audience okay. vote because it's going to come down to uh, again we can make all the arguments we want we can uh, i'm not gonna deny i'm not gonna just try and act like so like you know tainted love wasn't a hit or anything but you know we can certainly just make our case and, and see who feels that it may just depend on what song you like better what song you find more annoying that, that i think it, it may be maybe we're just overanalyzing Dude, i used it. to stand on top of speakers with a fake guitar and play the guitar solo to play that funky music white boy i love that song. right I'd throw on a wig i'd be up there just just get, yeah. getting getting crazy. it's a fun i guess play that funky music is more of a fun song tainted love isn't necessarily fun it's more of like an angsty song but it is still is it rock ballad it's 
definitely not rock ballady. But uh, it's it, a word you coined, I think, in our first season. I, it, yes, it is. When you called it Mount Mushmore, Mount Mount Mushrooms. Um, so that that's an interesting, you know, part of uh, of, of you know soft sell. It's it's sort of a even though the angst is behind it, the it switches to like a happy tune at the very end, which is kind of weird. But again, there's appeal in both of them. They're both uh, uh, one-hit wonders for a reason. Um, you know, Soft Cell, maybe they just couldn't come up with a, enough original material, but they had a talent for for finding uh, something old and making it new. We should actually try to find the albums of these two groups and see if there's any other songs that are that you know. That would be interesting to just to do some sort of not even I don't know if a review or like a uh, looking into. All right, here's the album that this one hit is on. We found it on Spotify. Was or whatever. there any other songs on there that were worthy of being? Yeah, and it, it, did we find out why they were one hit wonder, or was it just a matter of you know there's a lot of music and you can hey, never? Dude, really... We broke up. All right, well, that's going to take care of segment number two. We'll be back with segment number three. Uh, haven't had any callers for segment two. I was bummed out about that. I was hoping to get some more input on that. We can always uh, get their input if they get us here, this next segment here. We'll, uh, we'll go back and get, an, get a little argument from them if necessary. We'll cross our fingers. So uh, the Mount Rushmore segment for uh, number three are um, hot and or beautiful 1960s actresses tv or movie alluring 60s um, actresses alluring. we'll be right back with uh segment three Looking for a unique and different kind of entertainment for your next fun event? Try a real live TV-style game show at your home or your next event. All your favorites, The Feud, Jeopardy, Pyramid, Match Game, The Really Wood Game, and on and on. This is no board game or DVD version. This is the real deal. Full-blown TV setups, just like going to Hollywood, but saving you the trip to the West Coast. All ages love game shows and styles available to fit all budgets. Call 727-531-8880 or visit the website at GameShowParty.com and plan your next event being the one everybody will be talking about. Game Show Party, located right here in the Tampa Bay area. Social distancing guidelines respected. Hey everyone, it's Solio from the lighter side of dark. Let's be honest, 2020 has not been a lot of fun so far and we could all probably use some laughs. When I need some laughs, my favorite place in the world to be is at Side Splitters Comedy Club in Tampa, Florida. Live stand-up comedy every Wednesday through Sunday night. Nationally touring acts. There's even acts you've probably never heard of that are hilarious. If you've never seen a live stand-up show, I want you to go. They are so much different in person, and they are so much better. You feel the energy. You really feel like you're part of something special. Sidesplitterscomedy.com. You can get your tickets online. You can pick out your seats online, so you can sit wherever you want. If you want to be in the back because you're afraid, that's fine. You can do that. Go to SidesplittersComedy.com and grab your tickets today. Now it's time for our Mount Rushmore <clears throat> segment, brought to you by Sidesplitters Comedy Club in Tampa. We are already uh, into segment number three. 
which is our Mount Rushmore here on the live call-in show. And Jim Crouchy. Jim's cr- Jim Crouchy. Jim Crouchy. Gone, gone too soon. Jim Jim Crouchy. He's one of those uh, one of those artists that died in a plane crash. Yes, too many of those. God, that you, you, you ever terrified about going in a small plane? Just read about all the musicians that died. Well, the weird part about it is uh, Richie Valens had nightmares about dying in a plane oh, crash God. and died in a plane crash. That's like the absolute worst. I can't even imagine the terror of that. That whole thing. That that's that's why it's so fascinating. Boy, that's a good way to start the third segment. <laughs> <Who died laughs> top four people, people let, who died in a plane crash. Let's keep the sadness going on. Um, Lionel Richie's video. Do you remember the video for Hello? <sighs> Vaguely. I, I, I remember more when they mixed in Adele's version with his, and they did that little call and answer. Uh, all I am telling you is, in the video for the movie Hello, you can watch it on MTV. Actually, no, you can't, because mm. they don't do music videos anymore. <laughs> but um, in, in, the, in the video, there's a girl doing a, a sculpture of, of Lionel Richie's head and Lionel Richie's face. And she's she's feeling his face, and then she's doing this clay sculpture of Lionel Richie's face. And he keeps walking behind her going, Hello, is it me you're looking... She's looking for everybody. The bitch is blind. That is... He's just torturing her. He's walking behind her going, Hello, it's the perfect. <laughs> See, that is the perfect blend of '80s, like cheesy and creepy. They managed to 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 capture, but like like uh, somebody's always watching me. Like there's something about the '80s was was. And that was one know. of the one-hit wonders you tossed in was Rockwell's. <clears throat> yeah, somebody's watching me. So uh, I don't know what it was about the '80s, but uh, that was certainly strange strange moves I, by I, Lionel. I got I got to bring this up before we jump into the segment for uh, Mount Rushmore. A one-hit wonder that I deeply regret not offering into the the tournament and uh i'm i'm gonna play a little bit of it for you and my god why did i not put this in I don't have recognized it yet, according to your face. I like it. It's got a nice 80s groove. Roller disco style. My first Casio. You're kidding me! I don't know if I would know the chorus or not. I, I feel like I should, I should know it if I know it by now. Orange Juice Jones, The Rain. I don't Orange. know if I know that. Orange Juice Jones, The Rain. Okay. It, it, it is such a great song because he, he basically fi- he finds his girl cheating on him. Yeah. And he confronts her. 
Okay. And he said, hey, hey, baby, come on in and have a seat here. I got some hot chocolate on the stove waiting for you. Listen, hey, did I tell you I saw you today? Yeah, yeah. I saw you there. I saw you with him. Yeah, now sit out here because you're cold busted. Yeah, yeah. What do you think you're trying to do, huh? I bought you Gucci dime. I bought you blue diamonds, Gucci handbags. I bought you stuff you couldn't even pronounce. Man. He was double crossed. You know, no, don't, don't pick that. Just, all your stuff is, is waiting for you outside. Don't touch that stuff in the closet. Oh, my. It's such a great song. See, when you hear it come in, you, 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 I, I wouldn't be thinking that that's what he's going to be singing about at all. It's just, but you've you got to get it out somehow. I'm going to see if I can find that part of the song. Come on in here. Got some hot chocolate on the stove waiting for you. Let's Let's listen. First things first. Let me hang up that coat. Yeah. I love this. Did you miss me? Oh, you did. Yeah, I missed you too. I missed you so much I followed you today. That's right. Now close your mouth because you cold busted. Right, now sit down here. Sit down here. So upset with you. don't know what to do. And my first impulse was to run up on you and do a Rambo. We're about to jam and flat blast both of you. I ain't want to mess up this $3,700 Lynx coat. So instead, I chill. I chill. That's right. I chill. Then I went to the bank. Took out every dime. Took out every dime. And then I went and canceled all those credit cards. Yeah. Yeah. All your charge counts. Yeah. I stuck you up for every piece of jewelry I ever bought you. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Everything. Everything did fly with me. Nah, don't go, don't go, don't go looking in that closet. Cause you ain't got nothing in there. Everything you came here with is packed up and waiting for you in the guest room. That's right. What was you thinking about? Huh? What are you trying to prove? Huh? This with the juice. You know, I gave you silk suits, Gucci handbags, blue diamonds. I gave you things you couldn't even pronounce. Now I can't give you nothing but advice. Cause you still young. That's right, you're still young. I hope you learned a valuable lesson from all this. You know? You're gonna find somebody like me one of these days. Until then, you know what you gotta do? You gotta get on out of here with that Alicat coat wearing hush puppy shoe wearing crump cake I saw you with. Cause you dismissed. That's right. Silly rabbit tricks are made for kids, did you know that? You without me like cornflake without the milk. It's my world, you just a squirrel trying to get a nut. Now get on out here. Damn, Orange Juice Jones. Man, Orange Juice Jones. eighty-six. He was wronged. Yes. That was straight out of the diary. Oh, I like it. You he's, dismissed. He's like, all right, here we'll, here we'll go. We're going to lay down an instrumental right here at the end. Like, give me like a minute. I just got some things I need to say. Yeah. And he no, just. Look at that closet. Everything came, which is in the, uh, yeah. packed up in the guest room. That was everything that happened to that song happened to him. You could hear it in his voice. He was. That was. I like it. He goes. I canceled all the credit cards. Yeah. yeah. Then he goes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was cathartic yeah, for him. I like he took it every dime. Yeah. That's hilarious. Wow. So you didn't even know the song. I didn't. I didn't I like it. It's yeah. funny, too. I don't know that it would have made the tournament, but uh, I had to at least uh, do a shout-out to uh, Orange Juice Jones, and if you are listening to the podcast, I'll be shocked. But if you are, call in. We would love to hear from you. And hear the story of your nickname. All right. Let's talk about uh, the 1960s, uh, a decade in which I was born. You were not born yet, but uh, you are obviously familiar that there was a decade. There, in was, the there was a 60s, I've heard. 
There was. Yes. yes. And during this particular decade of the 60s, there were uh, a lot of attractive female actresses. I'd say uh, every decade has... So we're looking to carve the... the and I'm thinking, I think we're going to carve not just their faces, but their entire bodies. Carve the, in, the, the whole being. Top yes. to bottom, head to toe, yes. and everything in between. Right. I think is that, that's what you're... So we're talking 1960 to 1969. Want to do 60 to 70? Sure. A yeah. decade. Let me get the decade. All right. Who's your first? Uh, who's your first entry? Um, I think one's going to be painfully obvious. For me, maybe it's personal taste, but my first is Audrey Hepburn. Really? Yeah, I like Audrey Hepburn. You are definitely an Audrey Hepburn fan because yeah. I, I think remember we, in the uh, dinner party, in Dead Man's Dinner Party, yeah. you invited Audrey Hepburn to one of your parties. I think it's did the... You, uh, did you want to do her, Paul? Did you want to do her? You know what it is? It's the, the, the high cheekbones and the sort of... She has a sort of uh, learned that elegance that she uh, portrays, you know, when she's a woman of, of uh, questionable... I would say she, she was erudite. Mm-hmm. Mm, yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know, maybe it was, uh, you know, have everyone, I guess I got it, maybe I got a type. Biggest, uh, biggest movie she was in, Breakfast at Tiffany's, obviously. Breakfast at Tiffany's, great soundtrack, by the way, Henry Mancini. Uh, was, was she also in An Affair to Remember? I, possibly. We may do some research on that. I see her most in, in, um, uh, you know, obviously. Breakfast I will say that she made Capri Pants famous. She could wear a pair of capri Someone pants. had to do it. She it's could, hard to do. She could fill out a pair of capri pants. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I just... Uh, she, she, was, was a, she was a petite little thing, too. Was wasn't she? she? Wasn't she? You know, it's hard you're to tell on... It's hard to, to tell party. on TV. I assume, I assume most of them are just because on TV you, you can't really tell what... Uh, what what size people are, but uh, she might have been a little. Look, thing. look her up real quick. You Let's got a, see you got a computer right in front of you. Let's see. Look up her, her. Look up her bio. Find out where she where she was born, uh, her height, her weight, uh, preferred sexual position. If that's on there, I'm sure that's the first thing. Oh, reverse cowgirl. Oh, my how, what you, how do you know? Okay, so five foot seven. So she's not. Particular. Holy crap! She are you serious? Yeah, five seven. She's a tall, tall girl. Presented well. On screen, now, maybe, maybe that's she why. was just with a lot of taller leading men. Could be, maybe they had I, them I, standing I, I, on. I would, I, would, I would have lost money on that bet. Five seven, that and and we're talking like going back then. That that's tall. I would say that's above average even now. No, to, uh, yeah, uh, even now. But but back then that would probably be pretty pretty damn tall for a for a Hollywood actress. So that's it. I guess I like tall girls. I had no idea. What's the tallest girl you ever dated? <sighs> Probably five seven. Okay. Boy. You and Audrey Hepburn could have uh, could have been a thing. Maybe. Might have been yes. nose to nose and toes to toes when you were doing it. Huh. And and that, that that's it. That's what you want, right? A good. Speaking of sexual right positions, fit. I know you wanted to talk a little bit more about. That. Oh sure, yeah. Um, Just let me let me. I I have uh, I have uh, been um, uh, involved with an occasional sexual dalliance with hmm. various women. Uh, oh, you're I, not a virgin. I, I don't. Oh. I don't. Oh. I, yeah, I don't okay. consider myself a a, okay. a a whore dog or a stud <laughs> by any means. A whore dog. Um, that's a new one. But um, let, let's just say um, I'm in the double digit club. Let's just let's just let's just leave it at that. Okay, twelve. Um, and uh, kind of sound like George Costanza and Seinfeld. I'm, in, I'm I'm getting close to double digit. It's it's I, I've been with petite women, uh, taller women. 
It's weird how 69 always seems to line up. You know what? It, it, biology finds a way. Nature finds, a, finds yeah. a way. I guess you really don't need arms and legs. It's just a torso thing. The distance between the mouth and the genitals is, I guess, even no matter what height you are is what we're learning. There we go. That's exactly what we're learning right <laughs> that's, now. That's are, you re- are you ready for mine? So, yes. I, I think I have... The winner of the sexiest okay. 60s actress, without a doubt, Raquel Welch. O-M-G. Look, looking at her right now. Yeah, I think Raquel Welch in her prime, a uh, million years B.C. or 10,000 years B.C., whatever that movie was, and then the cavewoman outfit, um, also... Um, Kansas City Bomber, where she played female roller derby. She was hot. Uh, she was in a couple westerns that I remember. But even now, in her, she's got to be in her age. She's aged very, very well. Now, obviously, money and jet jeans and, and some other things have something to do with it, but she she's aged yeah, very well. Yeah, Raquel Welch has, uh, has held up. I mean, she's not completely biodegradable right now. I would imagine there's some plastic parts in there somewhere. There's got to be some, you know, even if they do it tastefully. But it's well done. Mm-hmm. And and that 60s big hair, big long hair, heavy uh, spray pay, uh, sprayed with hairspray, kind of like uh, all the girls in Animal House. But uh, that was a hairdo that, that she wore extremely well. Raquel Welch, without a doubt, one of the sexiest and, she, and she's, like I said, I've always believed that women fall into three categories. This is not being misogynistic, not saying they are not worthy as human beings because they're equal to us and superior to us in most ways. Um, but I'm just talking physical appearance. They fall into, the, they're either cute, beautiful, or sexy. Examples would be Pamela Anderson, reeks of sex. Right. Julia Roberts, beautiful. Meg Ryan, cute. At one point, yes. Now, puffy. Yeah, don't, yeah. She looks like the Joker from just, Batman. Just tried to inject too many things. Just age gracefully. I know it's sad. Yeah. Just age gracefully. You know, I saw on TV the other day. Uh, Bo Derek has had no plastic surgery done of any kind. Hmm. She's she's good. She, she looks she looks old. That's okay. But 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 she's yeah. still. You can see. She's still a beautiful woman. Right, she's she allowed herself to age. She didn't she didn't like inject a hot air balloon into her head. Uh, it's uh, it's sad Kinda to like see. like the Joan Rivers, Wayne Newton plastic surgery. Yeah, the so, like the the facelift so tight, you look like the Joker, and, and kind of like you walk up to him and go, "Are you are you happy? Are you sad? Could you show me some type of emotion?" And that would be a problem for me because this I, face I, brought to you by Botox. It's it's true. All right, so so far we got uh, Audrey Hepburn and Raquel Welch. I'm ready for your third. Your your head. Your your scaling. Mount Rushmore, you've got that rock in front of you. You start carving out who? Well, I do love Italian food. And I do love a woman who can cook. Hmm. So. I'm going to guess Sophia Loren. Sophia Loren <laughs> would be, uh, I think, a worthy, yeah. a worthy addition. You're going to need two very large sections of Mount Rushmore to carve that in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Sophia... You know, I'm a little biased, maybe because of my uh, my my heritage and all. But uh, you, you'll be in a Vitalian, a Vitalian descent. But I mean, another one who's just whose genes de- defy just age or anything. Just just a, a natural knockout. And 
uh, I guess beautiful would be the the. the I don't know. How would you classify? Oh no, sexy. Sexy. Yeah. Well, that qualifies for this, yeah. right? That's what we're kind of going for. Yeah. I mean, all of it. Yeah, she's kind of both of those. I don't things. know that you 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 picture being with Sophia Loren any other way than you know snapping garter belts off of her and diving right so in. So you're saying she, more than PG thirteen? Not this is yeah. not a this not a Disney plus. This, this is a this is this is a rated R mm. or NC R for restricted R or NC seventeen or MA. Yeah, MA. Ooh, those were the for best. Mature uh-huh. Oh, then you know that there were no rules. No. Yeah, it's rated M.A. for mature. Yeah, she uh, she held up. She was even in uh, Grumpy Old Men, the movie Grumpy Old yes. Men. Wasn't she the love interest of Walter Matthau and I, Jack London? I believe so. So she was probably like the you know the younger woman to him at that point, even though she was you know certainly uh, not in her prime acting years anymore. But uh, she's aged. Was she like, a Bond girl? I don't think so, but I had one in mind for. Uh, for for a Bond girl for for the list, I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's. Uh, I have I have two left on my list. Okay. I would I would say Sophia Loren, um, for sure. Oh I, boy! Yeah. Now, Mr. Real Obvious One. Here here here's here's the here's the here's the one that is that a lot of people are probably thinking. Oh my gosh, she's got to be there. There's and two she, actually, and, and she was alive in the early '60s. She yeah. died, Marilyn Monroe. Right. So, but she died in '62. So, yeah, she wasn't really prevalent right. in the '60s. That's kind of what I think my thinking was too. We haven't mentioned her, and I I saw her date, and I thought much the same. more popular from '56 to like '58, early '59. Yeah. Um, so Marilyn, uh, it, it's kind of cliche to put Marilyn on a list because I think Marilyn would top so many lists. Right. Um, the one I'm going to put on there. I think I know, but... I, yeah. We, she crazy redhead? Yes. As a matter of fact, she is a crazy redhead. I, I, I looked, and I'm like, oh. Lady, ladies and gentlemen. Does she have two names? As a matter of fact, she does. <laughs> um, I, I'm telling you right now, in the one of the opening scenes in the movie Viva Las Vegas, the camera starts at ground level and pans up the legs and thigh and ass and torso and beautiful breasts and incredibly ends on the face of the lovely and talented Anne Margaret. Otherwise known as The Awakening. Yes. Oh, my God. That, 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 just that scene in, in Viva Las Vegas uh, made me a fan. Uh, I was probably eight or nine years old when I saw that movie the first time. And I'm going, hey, 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 what's going on down here in my southern hemisphere? Mm-hmm. I got a ligament. It's, it's, like, it's like alien. It's <laughs> drilling through the wall. Call a cop. It's weird. You know, that the, the, you're, so eventually you reach an age where all of a sudden things change, and, and that would have been the time frame for you. And yeah. Anne Margaret is certainly a worthy, a worthy addition to any Mount Rushmore. You know, it doesn't have to be. Just, just find any reason to put Anne Margaret on a Mount Rushmore, and that's, I'm telling uh, that's you, a good reason. A huge, massive fan of Anne Margaret, and uh, she still, she still to this day is beautiful to me. She also was in Grumpier Old Men too. She was the love interest 
between uh, Walter Matthau. I think Walter Matthau ended up with Sophia Loren okay. in the first one. So Jack Lemmon was trying to get Anne Margaret. Gotcha. In the second one, boy, they really swung for the fences with that yeah. with that film. They, they went th- for they the. Uh, okay, we're doing Grumpy Old Men too. What did we do in the first one? Okay, we found an aging sixties actress and who still looks halfway decent. What's Raquel Welch doing? Oh, she's doing something else. All right, she's on Mork and Mindy. All right, great. Let's do this. Um, yeah, Anne Margaret. Uh, incredible dancer, incredible body, beautiful face, just an angelic face. Um, yeah. And Elvis had a fling with her for a while. I mean, how could he not? Can you blame him? I, I, no. <laughs> you you got you to think so many of these uh, movie romances, the way they get going, it's like you spend day after day yeah. after day with this person. And if there's love scenes... And yeah. you got you to gotta kiss them. That's, you know. That's got to be the blessing and the curse. That could be a whole topic altogether. But imagine that, like, you know, your job is to flirt and be, you know, and kiss this person that you're attracted. That, it just, Hollywood's got to be so great and so terrible all at the same time because yeah. of those complications. I mean, Jim Carrey ended up hooking up with Lauren Holly right. from, from Dumb and Dumber. Sure. And Gives Lauren, them a Lauren, test run. Lauren Holly. Wow. Again, talk, about, talk about another yeah, he's, he's been he's been with some uh, some beautiful women one, one real crazy bitch but uh, uh, one anti-vaxxer but but Brad Pitt ends up leaving Jennifer Aniston for Angelina Jolie really I've never been a fan of Angelina Jolie yeah I think she's I, I think she's okay yeah right I'm not, I know I'm not in that bombshell with her category again that's personal personal preference but maybe they uh they seem to really hit it off certainly when they were filming uh, mr and mrs smith yeah i guess so. literally um but you know i guess for a while there's, at least there's, they there's, were there's, there's no accounting to taste um the producer mutt lang was married to shania twain it's, it's true. and he it? cheated on her with an ugly broad yeah. So at least if you're going to cheat on Shania Twain, at least have them look like somebody like Jennifer Aniston. I know? mean, control your urges, man. Like, Dude, you're with Shania Twain. Don't screw that up. Yeah. Like, just because you can doesn't mean you should. <laughs> I'd get her mad at me just to have just to have makeup sex. Yeah, whatever it takes. It's Shania. we got time to squeeze in a couple more. I've got one more that I think may surprise you. Okay. But let's let you uh, bring on your honorable I'll throw in my honorable, honorable mention. mention. How about the first ever Bond lady from Dr. No, Ursula Andress. Andress. Ursula Andress. Beautiful, alluring, I would say is his word. Sexy. <laughs> alluring. Alluring. I've been reading too much uh, Mademoiselle and Glamour. Let me, look up, let me look up that definition. Alluring. Want to bone her. Sensual. Um, so yeah, you know, Bond being such a huge franchise and the Bond girls being kind of an iconic uh, term uh, that, that has become just part of pop culture, um, I'd like to give a shout out to the first Bond girl, Ursula Andress, who is uh, beautiful. There's a couple other honorable mentions here that that we still haven't mentioned. Dude, we could do we could do a Mount Rushmore. This could be a very long. This could we be could, we could do a Mount Rushmore of Bond girls. Yeah. That's true. That's how that's how expansive this is, because suddenly I'm like, oh boy, we 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 missed a bunch, but we, but that's part of it. Um, right, my next so, yeah. uh, my my next uh, honorable mention um, is in the uh, the TV realm. I'm going to go with Elizabeth Montgomery 
of Bewitched. Oh, my crinkling my nose, even though I can't do it very well. Yeah, uh, there's Elizabeth a, Montgomery. That's a, that's a solid pick. That was a good looking one. Yes, solid pick because she was sort of the also had a little of that housewife vibe from the from the time, even though we know she was uh, a witch, but. Tight sweaters and pointy bras. Yeah. That was another thing that was... was Conservative, but still, like, you know, still had that uh, appeal. Uh, Yeah, definitely. The only show on TV where the wife had two dicks. Yeah, and and in such such an odd uh, decade, you'd never think. Nobody nobody noticed. Dick York changed to Dick Sargent. It's like they don't even... Don't even make a joke about it. Yeah. Hello, Darren. I think Darren looks slightly different. Dick York wanted, uh, you know, he wanted big money. He wanted Brian Keith money from Family Affair, and they weren't going to give it to him. He blew it. Some of you are Googling, what's Family Affair? Let's look that up. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my uh, my next honorable mention would have been Elizabeth Montgomery in uh, Bewitched. I think that was a good-looking woman. Who you got? Boy. Well, hmm. 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 If you don't have another one, I've got another. I, I'm I got one. I got one ready. Oh yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Because Jane not... Fonda. Oh my God! How did we forget about Jane Fonda? Now a lot of people. I, Academy uh, Award-winning actress. Dude, I am telling you right now. What have you seen, Barbarella? No, I never did see it. Dude, you don't even have. I can to Google watch image it. it. No, <laughs> you don't even have to watch the movie. Watch the opening credits. Opening credits of that movie. She's naked, and I am telling you right now, she rivals Anne Margaret in the opening scenes of Barbarella. Well, I, I believe it. She was uh, the fitness guru for for quite some time. She still holds the record of the most often uh, purchased and rented video of the uh, of the eighties. Yeah, that's Jane Fonda workout. That'll yeah, that'll never be broken. The eighties are done. They can't go back and do it. She may not stream a lot, but I'm sure she sold everybody under the table. I read I read her uh, autobiography great book um i had an argument with my father-in-law he was he's a veteran and of course she had her her the the issue where she went to uh north vietnam and she's got balls she was but but she was there more or less journalistically and and so on and she ended up sitting in a a a gun that was used you know to fire it at and and suddenly she became anti-american or whatever hey guess what paul Looks like we've got a call coming in. All right, we got a call coming in on the hotline as soon as our little promo is done. Thank you for calling Lighter Side of Dark. Who is this? I'm a long-time listener, but a first-time caller. you got to love that. And uh, I have to to point out at the beginning here, I just came from the dentist, actually, so I can hardly talk. (laughs) That's why I said... this is a That's loyal. This is a That's loyal dedication. listener. Yeah. This is a loyal. He j- literally just came from the dentist. Cotton balls in his mouth, and he's still making the phone call. It's amazing. Uh, there's an old joke about the dentist. You want to hear it, Dave? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So this lady walks in. She sits down in the dentist chair. The dentist looks over and says, "Sorry, ma'am, I got to pull out three teeth." He goes, "Hey." <laughs> she goes, "I'd rather have a baby." He goes, "Well, make up your mind. I got to adjust the chair." <laughs> yeah, see, there we go. So, Dave, thank you for taking the time out. Of, uh, he. Paul, he came from the dentist, for God's sake. Like I said, and, you, and you were calling all of our listeners lazy pieces of crap just a few short moments well, ago. Some people take exception to being called out, yeah. and they say, I'll show you. So what did you, what did you have done at the, uh, at the dentist? Uh, teeth pulled. Oh. I was, I was going to call you while I was in the chair, but the dentist said no. 
That would have been our first live in Dennis Collins. No, show. but it, well, yeah, that would have been our first live. <laughs> in what would be real cool is give him the gas and then let him call in. Yeah, and then just all bets are off at that uh, point. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually not even sure that I'm uh, not still high from whatever he gave me. So even better. Uh, you may not want to keep me on too long because who knows what I might say. Well, we we have a couple uh, a couple questions for you. You called during the uh, Mount Rushmore segment where we are discussing hot 1960s TV or movie actresses. So TV or movie okay. actresses from the 1960s, any of them that you can think of that should be on the Mount Rushmore? Uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm not certain of the decades, but the first that comes to mind is, is probably Bo Derek. I'm not sure if she was 60s or 70s. I think she might have been 70s, early I 80s. So. I think so. Yeah. 70s. Okay, let me, okay, let me okay. take another shot. We'll, we'll uh, how, about, how about Barbara Eden? Was that 60s oh. or 70s? Oh, yep. shit. That's one we forgot. Well, we, we, we tackled Bewitched, so we have to tackle I Dream of Jeannie. Yeah, so Barbara Eden. And, and I, okay. So I, I did get the name right. I wasn't sure I remembered her name right. You, you did. That was it. Yep. You did. I just love the way she called uh, him Master. That was always, like, hot. And you, you, re, you realize <laughs> yeah, yeah, she, was, she was the first woman on TV to ever bear her midriff. That is an interesting oh, is that right? little thing. First woman on TV to bear her midriff. What was the first couple... Uh, do you remember the first couple that had a uh, oh, a, a one, double a double bed a, like f- to share a shared yeah. bed? Was it um, uh, oh god I Mike and Carol know. Brady? Really, first married couple oh. on TV to share a double bed. Wow, of all wow. of all people, you remember Robin Laura Petrie on the Dick Van Dyke Show? Okay, twin beds. Right, yeah, that was the standard. Yeah, of all people, the most yeah, wholesome wow. group, the Bradys. How times have Mike Brady, yeah, the horn dog. On the TV and them doing what they do in the bed. Exactly. Yeah, now, now every scene starts in a, in a double bed. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, who else you got from the 60s, Dave? I'll t- tell you some of the ones we have talked about. Uh, we have uh, uh, Sophia Loren, Ursula, yeah, yeah, Ursula yeah. Andress. I had uh, Raquel Welch and Anne, yeah. Mar- and Anne Margaret. Anne Margaret, I don't remember. I'm sitting at my, my, my desk, so I'm going to have to google her real quick absolutely i remember the name but i don't remember she was in uh, viva las vegas with elvis he, he's he's at his desk he's, he's got a very oh yeah i remember her yeah, yeah now yeah <laughs> now it's all coming back yeah. so since we're talking 60s uh, actresses uh, we'll ask you your opinion ginger or marianne oh that's a tough one hmm. see that's the definition I said women fall into three categories. Beautiful, sexy, or cute. And I think Ginger falls into sexy and Marianne is cute. cute. I, I, I think when, when I was younger, I would have said uh, Ginger with no hesitation, but now I think I'll say Marianne. All right, yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, Marianne always ends up yeah. winning that, uh, that particular debate. I, I think people are afraid. They know how high maintenance Ginger is. She just she comes off too much like that, so it's like you, you, they wouldn't be able to afford her. Yeah, well, it's you know, uh, no, yeah, and you can take I, her to I a think shake I was shop. Probably more interested in superficial things when I was uh, younger. Sure, but um, yeah, yeah I, I think I would pick uh, pick Marianne nowadays. Also, uh, Dave, you uh, the second segment of today's show was the uh, one hit wonder tournament that we've been doing for eight weeks. And we have the, uh, right, the, right. the the eight finalists. The two that were going against each other today, uh, Paul represented for Play That Funky Music, White Boy by Wild Cherry, and I advocated for Tainted Love by Soft Cell. Of those two songs, which one do you think 
is the biggest one-hit wonder. Mm. Keep in mind, he just came from the dentist, Paul, so if he doesn't vote for mine, I can say that drugs were influential in his decision. And I'll be okay with that. Uh, well, I would say the way that I would choose is that nowadays, all these years later, you still hear Tainted Love, but you don't hear play that funky music uh, that much anymore. So I'm not sure if that means which one is a better one-hit wonder. I... I I guess the one that you still hear would be the better one-hit wonder, or it's it's more it's a, it's, it's it's a personal decision you on your part. Anymore might make it more of a one-hit wonder, so I'm not really sure how to interpret that. Uh, I guess I would say soft sell. Yeah. There we go. Another vote for soft sell. Tainted love. Yes, I'm winning. I'm winning. Two nothing. All right. I don't like this game. Well, Dave, uh, say something nice about the podcast so we can tell the wonderful people of iHeartRadio how great we are. I love it. Makes my day. Really enjoy uh, listening to you guys and your sense of humor and everything and the, these uh, interesting subjects that you what do you pull out of thin air. I got a question. You, you, what do you think of our announcer, the guy who introduces the show? Oh, just wonderful. Really I, like him. Yeah. I'm going to play a little bit of him right now. Welcome to the lighter side of dark. God, he does Season have a great five. voice. Two of so the world's smooth. greatest podcasters could not make it this evening. Instead, here are your hosts, Soleon Smith. Not real sure if I like that right. comment where he says that you know, two of the world's greatest podcasters, long pause, could not make it here this evening. Well, kind, I've of, got, kind of sarcastic. I've gotten used to it by now. And he always says stuff like, "When am I going to get paid?" Oh, I, I hate. I, yeah, yeah. Those. Yeah, he does sound like a little bit of a jerk, but you know, yeah, a little bit. But he does he does have wonderful dulcet tones in his voice he yeah. truly does i would agree with that well dave uh we're, we're glad things went well at the uh, at the dentist we hope it was not a front tooth but if it was a front tooth welcome to florida yeah and maybe i'll get it back for, for christmas that's all i really want anyway <laughs> less than a week to go maybe well dave you have a uh, happy holiday merry christmas thanks for calling into the show we do always appreciate thanks, it thanks dave thanks very much you guys have a, a great christmas too Take care. Merry Christmas. Another caller. Can you believe that? Live. Taking us right to almost the very end. Uh, any other 60s actresses or actresses that you would Maybe like? Maybe a little uh, in memoriam for Sharon Tate. Oh, my goodness, yes. That was a good-looking woman. Uh, the Manson family, sadly. Manson family. Took her from us. Margot Robbie played her in the movie in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And uh, that was pretty close. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you're going to cast... Hey, Quentin knows how to go big. Go big or go home. And he went big. All right. Now I, got, I, I, got, I got one that's going to surprise you. 1960s, hot actresses, Wilma Flintstone. I don't know how I feel about that. Can you imagine having a waistline that was like eight inches around? I'd be afraid that she'd break in half. I was always worried that Fred's would, Fred was going to kill her with his, his big, big giant, belly. Big, or her big, giant, prehistoric cock. Oh, well, yeah, maybe. I don't know. He looked, He looked. Uh, I figured he had a stumpy little uh, thing based on his, his feet. He had kind of those, like, sausage feet. Wilma Flintstone, baby. Oh, right, Wilma, hey. You never they, know. They, no, they, they did it proportions. They actually did it proportions. Oh, God, I'm afraid to and even said know. She, if she was a real person, she would be like a 44 double D and have an 8-inch waist and, a, and a, like a 40 size ass. Oh, right. Just whatever you guy wants. An 8-inch waist. Yeah. Boy. Ouch. Nasty feet, though. <laughs> Nasty feet. Never wore shoes. Yeah, dirty feet. That's a bad you know, that's a bad sign. That's Well, Paul, what do you think of our first ever call in show? I, I wanna do more I like when people call us. I don't know how they feel about it, but I like it. Could you help me please this call? 
You know something we did not do? What? You didn't tell us who's going to be at Size Splitters this week. You know what? I I, uh, I didn't because... I already know one of them. Well, yours, I thought I did. Your, yours and, and, and my friend Happy Cole. I was actually incorrect. Happy that, Cole. That was last week. That's why... That's probably why Ron was like... Read my text and was probably thinking, what are you talking about? Was it last week? It was. It was the 17th. So I'm looking at it now and I realize... Happy Cole's supposed to be here this week, though. 23rd, I thought. So, okay. Well, maybe they've updated it i uh oh wait a minute it was updated it, i was looking at information that was not correct so yes so yeah so happy is here uh thursday i guess that they do in christmas day show let's say thursday now thursday the 23rd is happy cole sunday the 26th is going to be ron hortman uh both great comics both perform come through the tampa area happy cole one of my absolute favorites happy's great he's clean but he's really funny uh, like for all ages kind of clean. a lot of physic he does a lot of good physical yeah, humor great he, physicality I, you know, you know how, I would, how i would describe him as a cross between eddie murphy and jim carrey he does have he has some of that jim carrey like uh the body control yeah and 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 severe movements and he has that ability uh, he's a great performer, really happy. Is uh, I've worked with him a lot, and I've seen him a lot over the years. That's uh, tomorrow night, Side Splitters, one night only, the 23th. 23th. And then on Sunday, the day after Christmas, come out and see Ron Hortman. Uh, Ron is a, a great comic. Ron's ta- style is more like a story. He's kind of... You're gonna to get to know Ron when, when you see when you watch Ron. You're gonna to get to know Ron a little bit on a personal Hopefully level. Hopefully, we'll get to know Ron if he ever calls in the damn show. That's the goal, and then and he's he performs in this area enough that I think we'll be able to we'll, we'll be able he's to get probably him in on. his apartment watching a fly cl- cl- crawl down the wall or something. Most likely, something important. Know, not like uh, not, not nothing more fun than that. To, they don't let him come to the barber shop anymore to watch hair grow. They don't. So he had to stay home, watch mosquitoes fly. Ron, call the show. Lazy bastard. And um, yeah, so so yeah, Ron is. Uh, you, you'll love him. He's uh, uh, right right from the get go. You'll you'll start to kind of get to know him if you go see him on uh, on stage. And uh, that's it. We'll have him. We'll have him call in. So go to Side Splitters, get some laughs. Uh, Paul, uh, what's plans for the uh, Christmas holiday? Christmas is going to be pretty low key this year. You know, we've uh, we've. We've had some. You guys have been through a lot the last couple of years. It's been a couple of losses in the in the uh, in the in the extended family. So we're going to have one last Christmas at, uh, at my wife's, each of her grandparents' house before uh, we say goodbye to those those places. Uh, just kind of to celebrate their lives. And then I think uh, you know it's going to be pretty mellow. Other than that, it's my my folks, my grandma who's ninety eight, still around ninety eight. We're going to wow. We're going to take her home from the. Uh, from the life care facility for a day and bring her back. That is awesome. Yeah, so she's Grandma uh, Solio, ninety-eight years old. This is actually my my um the other one, Miss Yano, my is my mom's, but but um but she is yeah ninety ninety-eight. Ninety-eight. So that is amazing. Still still we gotta get her call into the show. <laughs> <laughs> if we could get her to understand what I'm saying, that I, I that that would be great. But uh, it's probably gonna be a lot of huh? I can't hear you, doll. <laughs> could you talk up a little? little huh? Fun? You did what? I can't. But still, you know, you that's gro- what grandma's doing. Are, are you growing stuff? Is that why it's a pod? Yeah, what is that? You're casting pods? You cast? What are you, fishing? Who are you? <laughs> what What year is it? <laughs> you notice when we do old people, we either do a redneck or Jewish accents. Whenever we do old Yeah, people. I tend to go with the old Jew yeah, guy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why. Well, sometimes when I was thinking about old people, I end up sounding like a redneck. A guy like who's like whittling something. In 1946, out of- I had a 1945. 1945- 
pickup truck. That guy's got stories, it that old Southern guy. Had to, had to, didn't have anything. Other. I couldn't afford the back end, so it was just a bare shell with wheels, but I put some boards back there. So, yeah, that's. Uh, I always end up sounding like an old redneck or, <laughs> or some kind of old Jewish guy, the white guy from coming to America. Oh, you got to pull Rocky Masiato out there. That's the only one. Rocky Mano. He, he, no, he, he beat Joe beat Lewis. Joe Lewis no, he didn't. <laughs> yes, he did. Joe Lewis was 135 years old when he fought Rocky Mass out. <laughs> what a great movie. Well, Paul, I hope you have a good uh, Christmas you nonetheless. Too. Merry uh, Christmas. We're doing our typical uh, fondue Christmas. Fondue Christmas? Where Cheese fondue or nope, meat fondue? Nope, meat fondue. Meat fondue. We cook Christmas. steak, chicken. Uh, I do scallops. Oh, boy. But for myself, this is like melting pot all the way oh, style. Dude, it is like an amazing tradition. I'm so glad I married into my wife's family and I married up the uh, because it's just all the meat. It's, and they go, oh, we're going to make salad. Skip me. I'm diving right into just, the meat. Just Yeah, that's Get great. The sauces and stuff. Yeah, and that's, then, a, that's a good uh, holiday then feast. Then we got some, uh, then we do presents and, and stuff and, uh, and so on. Um, so, uh, yeah, next uh, Christmas, it'll be interesting. I'll uh, have a granddaughter by next Christmas. Wow. You'll have a, a little, uh, still have a new present to buy for. Yeah, new, exactly. you yeah. have some presents. That'll I be. mean, it's like now, the kid isn't even born, and there's presents under the tree. For, right. That's for, how it for, starts. You know, for, for my future yeah, yeah, granddaughter. I'm, I'm sure your wife is very, very, very yeah. looking forward to being a... I mean, I'm looking forward to being a grandpa, but I'm looking forward to being a grandpa later when, when, they're, when I can teach him to say shit. Right. Not not the first few years when it's a lot of yelling. I, I have a friend who who adores his son, and nothing wrong with that. But every time I would call him, my, my number would pop up, and he would hand the phone to his four-year-old or five-year-old, and you'd hear in the background, say hey to Rob. You know, and I, don't, I really don't want to talk to these little kids. It's nothing personal about your kid. Paul, if you had a kid, I wouldn't want to talk to your kid, I, too, until they get older, and I can teach them stuff. I don't have anything to say. Yeah, nothing yeah, interesting. So the kid so. would go, hello. i go, hey, yeah, hey, hey, hey there, uh, I know. P-Man, what's up? Let me uh, let me talk to your daddy. You hear, then you hear, you know, I'll say something to you. Uh, you know, I'll hit the ball. I have a soldier. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. So I want potty in the big pot. You know. Uh, and yeah. So I started going. Okay. Can you hear me, P man? Yeah. Okay. Say fuck. You know. And all of a sudden he would go. And you hear. Then you hear the dad scrambling for the phone. Hey man, what's going on? I see. You put that kid on the phone with me again. I'm gonna teach him every cuss word I know. Would have been like, God, your kid just cussed at me. Where did he learn that? <laughs> So that's the kind of stuff I do. <laughs> well, Solio, uh, have a very happy holiday, and I'll see you back next week Merry before our pre our yeah, pre New Year pre New Year Eve show. Merry Christmas! Thanks for all of our to all of our callers uh, today for uh, f- coloring the show in the way that only live callers can do. We uh, we definitely appreciate it, and we look forward to doing that again. I had, I had fun. The unpredictable aspect. I like it. I enjoyed it as well. We have some great listeners. Someone even called in on the day he went to the dentist. I know. Called him in the muff that's mouth. A, that's a good called sign. Called him like muff mouth. So, um, Paul, it was great working with me again. Sure was, wasn't this it? This is going to wrap up uh, episode five. Uh, excuse me, episode nine of season, season five. five. I'm losing complete track here. And uh, a little Charlie Brown Christmas as we segue out. Everybody have a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy uh, whatever you're celebrating. We don't particularly care. We just hope it's a good one. See you guys. See you next week.
Lighter Side of the Dark podcast is a brainchild of DJs Rob Smith and Paul Solio, a weekly podcast recorded in the famed DJ School Studios in Spring Hill, Florida. Original music provided by Seth Book and a local Tampa band called Utska. Announcer, Dave Anthony. Nothing in the podcast is meant to be taken seriously for entertainment purposes only. Written and produced by both Rob Smith and Paul Solio. Divisions of RSP Events and Entertainment and Solio Entertainment. Edited by Rob Smith. Written by Paul Solio. Hey everybody, Rob Smith here from The Lighter Side of Dark. Thanks for taking a few minutes out of your busy day to listen to one of our podcasts. Don't be afraid to go back in the archives and start at the beginning. Season 1, tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like, but first of all, thanks for being a listener. We do appreciate it.